Hey guys, it's Kate. I'm back with you with part two of Hanuman's story. In the last podcast, we left off where the little baby monkey, he was just born, and his mother, Anjana, and Apsara, or a spirit of the clouds and the water, had to return back into the clouds and the water, leaving this poor little baby monkey all on his own. Luckily, Vayu, the god of the winds, has taken responsibility for this little baby monkey and promises to take care of this little boy as he grows up. But then I kind of left you off hanging a little. Hanuman, his original name, is actually Anjane, which means the son of Anjana. So how did he go from Anjane to Hanuman? If you're curious, keep listening. I'm really happy to share the story with you. So this little baby monkey, freshly born, is already all alone. Well, not completely. But his mother, Anjana, has returned back to the clouds and the water. And after spending a thousand years praying and meditating, I don't think she's coming back to the earth anytime soon. Luckily, we have Vayu, the god of the winds, who has taken full responsibility to raise this young monkey. Vayu, like any father, showers this little baby boy with as much love and as much attention as he possibly could, so much so one might say, that's this little baby monkey, he's pretty spoiled. He gets away with a lot. When Anjane is bored, Vayu will shower him with flowers and the leaves all around, making this little baby monkey chitter with so much happiness, so much joy. But... Vayu also panders to every single one of Anjane's needs and wants. One day, however, Vayu is really busy. He's got all of these godly duties to do. And this little baby boy is left all alone. He's not supposed to really get up to much trouble, but as we know, with little baby monkeys, they're curious. And that curiosity can definitely get the best of them. And so this little baby boy, Anjane, starts to roam around the forest. He's getting hungrier and hungrier by the minute. Grabs onto his stomach. It's growling. And he kind of rolls his head back. Oh, I'm so hungry. And as he rolls his head back, he sees up in the sky the sun and it's glowing bright however Anjane in his crazed hunger mistakes the sun as a ripe mango how you mistake a sun for a mango I don't know but he did so he looks up the sun and he's like dang that looks like the sweetest mango, and I am so hungry, it has to be mine. And with one pounce, he leaps into the air. 
This is a problem, of course, because this little monkey, Anjane, is about to take a bite out of the sun. And the sun cries out, Oh my God, little boy, stop. I am not a mango. Anjane doesn't heed any of the warnings or any of the words. He just keeps charging, charging towards the sun. And in the corner of his mouth, it's like a little bit of drool. He keeps charging and the sun warns again. Little boy, I am not a mango. You must stop. The little boy doesn't heed it and continues to go for it. And at this point, the son has to call for backup. And now who's going to be the son's backup? Indra, the god of the skies. So the god of the sun, Surya, calls out to Indra. Please help me. This little monkey is about to take a bite out of me. And so Indra steps forward and warns in this loud, booming voice. The same thing that Surya just said. Stop. This is not a mango. You must stop or I will be forced to stop you. And the little boy just closes his eyes even tighter, grits his teeth and continues to charge forward. He won't have it. He's too stubborn. Indra warns again and nothing. Third and last warning still nothing. So what's Indra to do? He grabs the thunderbolt. And this thunderbolt is so strong. He yells out one more warning before the thunderbolt is going to be released. And still the little boy doesn't listen. So Indra draws back his arm holding the thunderbolt and releases it. And it hurtles towards this little baby monkey Anjane. And it hits him square in the jaw and knocks him out entirely. Poor little baby monkey. His body now tumbles and tumbles and tumbles all the way to the ground. And boom! It hits the earth with such force, it shakes all of the worlds. And the god of winds, busy in all of his errands, hears the thud, feels it deep in the core of his being. And he knows that something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. And so he rushes as quick as he can to the epicenter of where this boom was. And as he approaches closer and closer, it's undeniable. He can see the lifeless body of his little baby laying on the ground. He's consumed with grief and dives towards his body, scoops him up in his arms and stares up at the skies. And of course, Surya, the sun, and Indra, god of the skies, is just standing there like, uh-oh, what have we done? And Vayu, so absorbed in his grief, doesn't want to be seen by anybody. So he dives into the very center, the depth of the earth itself. But as the god of winds, as he dives down into the earth, he takes all of the air with him. 
and everybody, gods, goddesses, and the people and animals and plants and flowers alike are literally gasping for breath. All the gods and goddesses now, they know that they have to do something and they better do it fast. So they all gather down into the center of the earth and there he is, Vayu, just holding, clutching his boy in tears. Immediately, Indra steps up. He says, I am so sorry. The little boy didn't heed my warnings and Vayu's like, man, I don't want to hear it. And Joe's like, right. Not only will we bring him back to life, I promise you, he will never be hurt by the lightning bolt again. In fact, he is going to be as strong as a lightning bolt, if not stronger. Vayu kind of raises an eyebrow and he's like, okay, what else do you got? And so now Brahma steps up. Brahma's the god of creation. So he steps up. He says, I will grant him immortality. Vayu is like, what else do you guys have? So Agni, the god of fire, goes up, says to him, he will never be hurt by fire. What else do you got? So now all these gods and goddesses are stepping forward and giving him all of these great boons, these magic powers. Varuna, the god of the water, promises that the water will never hurt him and he will move as fluid as the water himself. And as all of these superpowers are being bestowed upon Hanuman, he can grow to any size, big and super, super tiny. He can shapeshift into any sort of form. He has the strength of 10 elephants. He never falls into the trap of lust. He's always loving, always passionate. He is always happy. All of these powers, it can't be that good to have this super god running around. And so they say to Vayu, god of the winds, look, we'll bring him back to life. We'll give him all of these superpowers. But here's the catch. He won't remember that he has any of these powers unless a situation calls for him to activate it. Sounds like a pretty good deal. Savayu agrees. And at this point, they bring the little boy back to life and imbue him with all of these magical powers, remembering that he'll only remember he has these powers if and when a situation presents itself. At this point, Anjane, the son of Anjali, his name changes, changes to Hanuman. Why? Because the name Hanuman in Sanskrit directly translated it actually means broken jaw, i.e. where the thunderbolt hit him right in the jaw where it broke it. And so that's how Hanuman came to bear not only his name, but all these secret superpowers. It's the first leap that defines his life. 
Curious for the second leap? You want more? Tune in to the next podcast. I'll see you then. Thank you.